It's called a salute to all nations, mm -hmm. but mostly America. Mr. Twain, what do you think of our America now? I think the Founding Fathers never dreamed of an America like this. Ladies and gentlemen, the Presidents of the United States. W, w Radio, your information station. Hello everybody and welcome to the WDW Radio Show your Walt Disney World Information Station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 368 for the week of July 6th, 2014. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, my videos, blog, live broadcasts, special events, books, audio tours, and more. You can find everything over at www.radio.com. So summer is here, and that means so is the heat and humidity in Florida. And in order to get the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation, we're going to share with you our favorite ways to stay cool and beat the heat in and out of the parks. We'll cover theme park strategies, what to bring, where, and even eat, as well as a few hacks that will help keep you cool and prevent meltdowns, literally and figuratively. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned as I'll have some updates and announcements, including information about our next WDW Radio Meet of the Month in Walt Disney World. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. Ah, summer. No school, family vacations, enjoying the outside, and for many families, it means a trip to Walt Disney World. And summer means many things to many people, but here in Florida, it means scorching heat and humidity so high you can drink the air just by stepping outside at 9 o'clock in the morning. And also hearing the sounds of uh, the Fire Rock Geyser here at uh, the Wilderness Lodge. And um, unlike Olaf, who's going to be a happy snowman in summer, sometimes, you know, here in summer, summertime in Florida basically runs from like April through October. And it means uh, high humidity and high temperatures. And so when coming to Walt Disney World, I want to help you have not just the best vacation possible, but I want to help you get the most out of your stay. And so today we're going to share some of our favorite ways to beat the heat and to stay cool. And someone who's also as cool as the other side of the pillow, she, like Sting, is known by just one name. She is Zana, also known as Susanna Mitchell from Zanaland.com. Wow, another great introduction. Thank you, Lou. It's great to be here. Uh, and, you know, it's it's funny because 
Of course, the one day that we're talking about beating the heat, it's a beautiful morning um, out here at Wilderness Lodge, and that sound that you hear in the background is uh, Fire Rock guys are in uh, in the background, and, and really people do know you as that. I was going to say like Prince, but now he's the artist formerly known as, so he doesn't just have one name anymore. That's true. He's got a bunch of adjectives and pronouns and all that fun stuff in there. But yeah, it's a, a really nice day, and it's not even too humid yet because it's overcast, so us locals love days like this. Give it time because yeah. the heat, humidity, and the three o'clock rainstorms are, are coming, and, and and that's why we want to talk about this because I understand that it's tough, right? Because for a lot of people, this is the only time that they can visit Walt Disney World um, because of school, because of work, and yes, it's going to be crowded, um, but I think really it's the the heat and humidity is really is what is tough and can take its toll on families and. I think that, more so than the crowds, is what leads to the late-night meltdowns, usually from parents, not from kids. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. You have to be prepared and keep hydrated. And one of the tips that we always both talk about is getting the free ice water. And counter service places, that's a great way to make sure you stay hydrated because that really is what leads. You turn into a different person when you're super hot and dried out and everything. So, yeah, it's definitely, definitely... Uh, well, some of my favorite memories actually are the rainstorms that would come here in the summer. I used to visit in the summer when I lived in Massachusetts when I was little and you kind of enjoy the rainy days because it does take you away from the heat and I have some great memories of wandering around Epcot and my ponchos and the rain pouring down so it's kind of a mixed blessing. Yeah, I love the the rain. I love the the thunderstorms and the lightning, but most people who are who are paying to come on vacation and want to enjoy the sun and get a tan and be outside and enjoy, you know, the outdoors at Walt Disney World, not so much. So in, in really no particular order, I thought we would share some of our favorite ways to beat the heat. And some might seem like they're common sense, and some, if you're planning a vacation, um, may not be so, but are still really, really important. And I'll just start and go first, because we're here at Wilderness Lodge, and the first thing that I thought about was staying at a, at a Disney resort, I, I think is key. And you know that we're both big proponents of this for a lot of different reasons, but the ability to easily come back to the pool, um, extra magic hours, especially in the morning, affords you the opportunity to take breaks and enjoy the parks either real early in the morning or late at night when most guests don't do it. And from what I understand, like 70% of resort guests don't take advantage of early morning extra magic hours. So you can get there, knock out a lot of the big attractions early on before it gets too hot. And then when the heat comes between like 11 and 4, get back to the resort and enjoy the pool. Definitely. I mean, that's one of my biggest issues with being a local is not staying on property as much as I used to. And being able to leave Epcot and stay, just walk over to Beach Club and your hotel's right there, or Yacht Club or Boardwalk, um, it's so convenient and so great to just rejuvenate yourself in the air conditioning, in the pool, and you just really kind of need that break in the middle of the day. And that's why we talk about places like Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk, even here at Wilderness Lodge, we are a boat ride away. Uh, you know, Grand Floridian, places on the monorail loop. And now a lot of the resorts, too, and I think about Grand Floridian, have, like, little water play areas. Like, they have that cool Alice in Wonderland-themed water play area. So they become sort of mini water parks, and it's a really nice way to take a break in the middle of the afternoon without having to get in your car, drive off property. All of a sudden, it becomes like an excursion. Like, hey, you've got to drive all the way back. Like, let's just stay in the park. It's easier. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's just so convenient, and it makes so much sense. And people really need to take that 
convenience in, into consideration when they're booking a vacation. It may be cheaper to stay somewhere else, but you're getting more value on a Disney property and uh, taking advantage of their pools and air conditioning and all that great stuff. And even so, even if you are staying on property, maybe you don't want to go all the way back to the resort. Maybe your kids aren't, you know, big into swimming. You know, staying out of the sun between that 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. and 4 p.m., however you do it. Even if it means like, hey, if you're at the Magic Kingdom, you want to take a break, get on the monorail and go hang out at the Grand Floridian. Go get a snack at Gasparillo's. Go over to the Contemporary and go play in the arcade and go shopping. Just get yourself out of that direct sun and heat. Yeah, and you know, doing the resort monorail loop is something we would always do. It was just part of our trips because it was just so fun to see what's changed at the resorts. Of course, there's lots of changes going on now, but there's still so many, like you said, arcades you can spend the day just walking around and enjoying what there is to do at all the different places that you might not be staying at. Yeah, and again, that's just, I think it's one of the many reasons to stay at a resort and to choose your resort wisely, too. You know, make it as convenient as possible for you to get back. Look, if you know you're going to be spending a lot of time in the Magic Kingdom, Think about staying at a resort that's closer to there. You know, I love places like Animal Kingdom Lodge, but relatively speaking, it's a bit of a hike to get back there. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, if you have to get on the bicycle all the way back, you know, sort of plan it out um, accordingly. But when you are out in the heat, and again, this is, you know, we're sort of overstating the obvious, but you really do need to stay hydrated. And when you stay hydrated, Yes, it, it, it's about drinking water, but there's a lot of different ways to do it. And you mentioned before about getting the free ice water or bringing your own water. I'm a big fan of taking a, you know, going to Walgreens or Walmart and getting a case of water and freezing it overnight and then taking your backpack with you or even those Brita water filters. So if you do want to sort of bring your own thing and drink out of the water fountains, at least you're getting a little bit of a, a filtered water. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you forget sometimes because you're running around trying to go to attraction to attraction that you really do need to stay hydrated and and drink water and that's the best thing to drink is water not the sodas and all that stuff that can really dehydrate you even more i think people don't realize that sugary drinks and caffeine drinks and yes even alcohol (laughs) um they actually cause more dehydration than they do actually hydrate you yeah it's a and even iced coffee which i love dearly (laughs) you're literally cuddling your iced coffee outside (laughs) which i love but i know that that's not the best thing and it does it dries you out too so you need to water 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 is the best thing yeah and again you know even if you take the bottle like i said freeze half of it overnight then fill it with water throughout the day it'll keep you going um and because you can get free water we don't say oh i can't afford to to buy you know 18 bottles of water for my family throughout the day get the free ice water uh, when you get and ice cream ice cream has to be hydrating (laughs) even if it's not it's going to cool you down yeah definitely there has to be some hydration in there (laughs) so um let's go from staying hydrated with water to one of my favorite topics which is of course eating because i think you need to eat right too and the type of foods will also help you stay cool too so eating light and fresh and dare i say not fried foods um you know heavy heavy meals heavy fried stuff to try and do like the fruit and the salads and what disney's doing well is throughout any of the parks you'll find at the snack stands you're going to find fresh fruit you're going to find even things like you know pickles and melons and apples and stuff like that that'll keep you hydrated and keep you cool yeah, that's true. They do have so many healthy choices now. Even if you're not grabbing a quick, you know, fruit snack, when you're doing counter service lunches or even table service, they have so many healthy options that you really don't have to have like tons of, like you said, fried food, where you just want to like fall asleep after you <laughs> eat lunch. And then if you fall asleep in the sun, that's a very bad thing. So you need to eat light and keep moving. <laughs> 
and where you eat too. You know, uh, obviously a lot of the counter service restaurants there's pl- tons of places to sit outside, but plan accordingly. There's a lot of air conditioned counter service restaurants too in all the parks. Like I like Pecos Bills for oh so many reasons, not the least of which is you can go inside and cool off for a little while. Yeah, and Pecos Bills is like you can just totally rejuvenate in there it's dark it's cool and you can just kind of refresh yourself and uh they do have many fried things there but you can find good things to do too so yeah that's a great one yeah like epcot sunshine seasons is a great escape it's really nice and cool in the land pavilion there's food there for everybody and um it's it's very very well air conditioned because look i love yak and yeti but yak and yeti counter service in the middle of summer it's tough. It, it, even with the shade, it's hot outside. Yeah, definitely. I think we always choose where we're going to eat based on the seating and if it, you can get, at the very least, under an umbrella. But inside is definitely much better. Yeah. And if you are going to do a, a table service restaurant, think about doing like a little bit of a later lunch. So maybe doing a lunch at like 2 o'clock or 2.30 because... You, Number one, you're going to beat most of the crowds. Most people eat between 11.30 and maybe 2 o'clock. So if you book it a little bit later, you'll not just miss a lot of the crowds, but you're able to get away from the heat for a little bit of an extended period of time, too. Yeah, and I think that's um, an issue that, I mean, I certainly had when we'd come here and stay as tourists, is that you try to do so many different character meals and things like that, and you really end up, like, wanting to explode. You're eating so much. So if you do, like, a character breakfast, have a later lunch, a lighter lunch, and that's really all you need. You can have a snack later on at night, and you don't need, like, three huge meals a day. <laughs> Wait, you don't? <laughs> I've been doing this wrong. Do as I say, not as I do, because I've been doing it completely wrong since uh, since day one. Um, again, stating the obvious, but I think, especially now because we're here so often and we see it, People underestimate the importance of sun, sunscreen. And I say a money-saving tip, buy it at home, buy it at Target, buy it at Walgreens, and bring it with you. You will pay a bit of a premium, but bring sunscreen. And not like the Hawaiian Tropic golden bronzing oil. Like, bring, like, SPF 2000. Because even on a day like today, where it's a little bit overcast, you're getting hit with the UVAB CDE rays. I am so bad with that. I'm. It's terrible. It's I, like gamma radiation down here. It really is, and I always, always forget to put sunscreen on, and I will always have like a red V from wearing my V-neck shirts, or my face will be bright red. So yeah, don't do as I do <laughs> on this one, but definitely sunscreen is key. And it's and I feel bad because sometimes you see people who are used to being in environments where they're not outside a lot, so especially people from overseas, and I feel so bad because they're you can see where they were wearing certain shirts. And miss sunscreen because it goes from like super white to like bright, bright pink. And I'm yeah. like, that guy is not going to have a good evening yeah, tonight. No, it just, it, and that de- really dehydrates you too, as someone that's been sunburnt a lot. So you really have to, if you do get sunburnt, you need to hydrate even more than usual because it's just very painful. Yeah, don't, you know, especially with your kids too, you know, lotion them up, man, grease them up as much as you can um, and, and save, the, uh, save the problems for later. And if you do get sunburned, um, Aleve is your friend. <laughs> Aleve is definitely a friend I, I speak from experience. Um, but let's sort of let's go to that, let's sort of take that to another level too. It's not just sort of what you put on your body in terms of some sunscreen, but what you put on your body in terms of clothing. And uh, again, and uh, you, uh, you, you want to enjoy sometimes days at the park, just sit around and people watch uh, <laughs> in terms of the outfits. And look, God bless the people that are able to come here in jeans in the middle of summer. I don't know how you do it. But what you wear and things like wicking shirts, like the tech running shirts, um, light colors, folks wearing black in, in August in Walt Disney World, 
not the best idea. No, definitely not. And, you know, for ladies, make sure you have something to put your hair up because it's just going to be a sweaty mess after five <laughs> minutes out there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand when I used to visit here, my cousins would come over here that are locals and they would be wearing jeans and long sleeve shirts. And I'm like, how, I don't understand. I still, I've been living here since 95 and I haven't figured that one out yet. (laughs) So yeah, definitely dress accordingly. Yeah. Light colors. Um, you know, and look, we said before it is going to rain, like get ready. It's going to rain probably every day around three o'clock. Um, and, and bring a poncho, don't buy a poncho. Like, go to the dollar store, buy, you know, four or five ponchos from the dollar stores and just keep it in uh, your backpack. But light colors, light clothing. Um, I've even seen a lot of people starting to wear, I don't know what else they're called. I call them sort of fisherman shirts where they almost have that sort of vent in the mm-hmm. back. And it's sort of, it's a lot, it's a, I don't know how good they look, but supposedly <laughs> it keeps people a lot cooler. Yeah, definitely. And I think people forget um, when you're wearing ponchos too that sometimes your face is still going to get soaked with water so if you have a baseball hat with you that's a good tip to wear underneath your little poncho thing because it'll keep the rain off of your face and you can still walk around and not have miserable children that are getting soaked (laughs) so maybe you can answer this for me because you're talking about how people dress and and you know we're we're saying half jokingly about and i understand sometimes people do need to wear long clothes uh, and sometimes look sometimes the longer shirts actually will, you know, protect your skin longer and sometimes, you know, you might need to wear longer pants. But why, when I'm walking through the parks, do I see women in, like, high heels and wedge shoes? Kids, what you wear on your feet is as important as to what you wear on the rest of your body. So, you know, like, shoes that breathe, like, well-worn. Don't buy a new pair of sneakers and then wear them to Walt Disney World your first day in the middle of summer. Um, Moisture-wicking socks. I don't... I know a lot of people wear flip-flops. I, I don't know how you yeah, do it. No. Um, I'm afraid of getting my feet stepped on. Plus, you want something that's going to give you some support. Mm-hmm. An average day, I think, a guest walks like eight to nine miles. And I'm not sure flip-flops is the way you want to yeah. do it. But what's the deal with the wedge? I have no idea. I mean, you won't see me wearing them. I have made the mistake of wearing <laughs> flip-flops and paid the price. It's not fun. Uh, you definitely need support. You need uh, something that's either like there's sandals that have support so those are good but um sneakers too if you're not used to wearing them you can get really hot so yeah. like you said the right kind of socks and things like that but i can't explain the wedge i don't i just don't understand and by the way you if you are going to wear flip-flops make sure you put sunscreen on the tops of your feet i feel so bad for people walking around and they look like they're wearing like these giant red clown shoes because they're just their poor flip-flop feet are, are um are burned to a crisp um so it was from things that you wear. So the right kind of clothes, obviously, you know, bring a hat. Even if you look, you're probably not going to see any of these people ever again. So if you want to wear a big floppy hat to protect your face and protect your neck, it's important. Um, you obviously need to bring stuff, especially if you have a kid. Those light drawstring backpacks in light colors are so much better than those gigantic, um, you know, rucksack black backpacks, which... Uh, you know, which not only going to make you sweat, but they become very, very hot and very heavy quickly. Oh, yeah. I've done the backpack thing, and it's not fun at all. You definitely want something that's light on your back if you're doing a backpack. The sling bags are the best. And like you said, you know, going back to the, no one, you're never going to see these people again. I have to agree with that. That's how I justify <laughs> most of the things I wear in the parks. <laughs> but, yeah, being prepared and, and knowing ahead of time, you know, you might want to get the biggest backpack so you can stuff everything in but you have to think about lugging that around and your kids are going to want you to carry things that they buy and all that fun stuff so lockers are your friend use them and use them wisely yes definitely it really does make a difference 
And so my, um, as long as you're not going to see people again anyway, and this is, especially if you're, whether you're staying on property or not, um, if you know you're going to be out a lot during the day and you know you're going to get hot, one of my little, you know, life hack things is to take a washcloth or take a small towel and wet it and put it in the freezer and then put it, I, I love Ziploc bags. Like I think Ziplocs are the greatest <laughs> invention in the world. You put them in a Ziploc bag and then you keep it um, with you and put, first of all, put it on your backpack and I'll keep it nice and cool, but then take it out and use that cooling towel, put it around your neck, put it on your head. You'll be surprised at how much it helps lower your body heat. There's even, um, there's things like the, the chill towels. I'll put a link in the show notes to, to one of the ones that um, I've used before. And it's like $8. You just wet it and then you can keep using it throughout the day. And I don't know what sort of funky alien technology is in there, but you just wet it and wring it out. And it really cools you down. You put it on your neck. You'd be surprised how much cooler you feel. Wow. That's a great tip. Why haven't you told me this earlier? <laughs> I was saving it for the show. <laughs> I'm missing out. I actually saw one of those cool towels when I was at Fort Wilderness last weekend. And I was wondering if they work. So I'm glad to hear that they do. Yeah. And they're not wet. Like, they're, they're, they're super evaporative, wow. if that's even a word. They, they, they evaporate quickly. And then you just keep re-wetting it in order to reactivate it. I don't know what it is, but it, it really works. And they last for hours and hours. Wow. I'm going to go get one right now. And you can, <laughs> Right now? Can you wait till we're done? <laughs> um, no, I'll put a link in, um, in the show notes to one that you can buy on Amazon. And I think it's like 7 or $8. So I think it's, it's one of those things that's worth the investment. Speaking of worth the investment, and it's, you know, you always... You don't realize what you need until you get on Main Street and go, oh, my God, I need to buy a sweatshirt. I need to buy. But um, you'd be surprised how beneficial those water misting fans are. And I look, I run up to random kids. I'm like, dude, spray me. I'll give you a dollar. Um, <laughs> it, it, even if you have a family of four, like invest in one. Again, money saving tip. Go to Walmart. Go to Target. You'll spend seven, eight dollars as opposed to maybe 17 or 18. You don't get the cool, you know, Mickey logos and stuff like that on it. But the water misting fans are a big, big help. Yeah. And that could be a fun family craft activity was putting stickers on them before you go or something like that. But yeah, those really are amazing. And it, you definitely want to get them ahead of time because they're like ridiculously <laughs> expensive yeah. in the park when you decide you need them. But they're they're so worth it. And, you, and there's even little fans that don't do the misting thing. But like, especially if you have a stroller with little ones, there's those little clip on fans because the babies don't yeah. they can't control what they're doing so you have to make sure they stay cool too yeah we we did the same thing too and of course we waited till we got here and got the very cool looking mickey one but you gotta you know the the kids in the strollers yes they're relaxed and they're laying back and you're like oh my god i wish somebody would roll me around a stroller all day <laughs> but those strollers get hot oh, you know yeah. even when they're they're covered they uh they really do retain a lot of the heat too so um pay attention unlike on an airplane pay attention to the kids first and then um <laughs> and then worry about yourself. So um, let's talk about some of the things like once you're in the parks um, in, ter in terms of ways to stay cool. Obviously, you're there because you want to enjoy all the different attractions and things like that. So do the attractions that have outdoor queues early in the day or late at night after the sun goes down. And when I think uh, Disney theme parks and attractions... And, and blazing heat, the first thing that comes to my mind is Disney's Animal Kingdom. Because I think that they're, it, I think because of all the vegetation, it's like 20 degrees hotter than the rest of the parks. I think that's true. It's a proven fact. Yeah. It's, it really is. And that's why everyone around here says it's Animal Kingdom hot out yeah. when it's really hot. Because it's, it's really, really hot there. Yeah. 
so going, and that's why, um, especially when you're going to be doing park hopping, go to Animal Kingdom first. If you have extra magic hours at Disney's Animal Kingdom, like that's the day and the place to go. And then leave by the time it's 11 o'clock. You can get a lot of stuff done, uh, especially things that are outside. But do all the outdoor queue stuff, whether it's there or anywhere else. Do the things that have the exposed outdoor queues early in the day or save those for later on at night. Yeah, definitely. You really do need to plan out your day because you don't want to be, you know, at two o'clock in the afternoon and in the longest line outside with the sun blazing down on you. It's not fun. And then that's what leads to meltdowns and the kids being cranky and everyone just wanting to go home. And you don't want that. You're going to have fun whether you like it or not, kids. And we've seen that before. I've seen the meltdowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, think about the attractions that are not just inside and air-conditioned, but some of the longer attractions, too, for the middle of the day. So Carousel of Progress, Hall of Presidents, Philhar Magic, Finding Nemo the Music. Ellen's Energy Adventure is like the greatest attraction on a hot Epcot day. <laughs> That's true. And uh, American Adventure, I think you said, and uh, Impressions to France. Yeah. Those are my... And th- I mean, those are good. I know people like to take naps in them, but I really love them. So it's great to get a double benefit of being nice and cool and air-conditioned. And also another good one in Magic Kingdom is the Dumbo one because it has that indoor queue with the kids. So even if if the parents are, like, ready to just take a break, they can sit there and watch their kids play for, like, 20 minutes or half an hour and just kind of refresh that way, too. Yeah, it went from being one of the most brutal attractions to stand outside and wait for for, like, 26 seconds to (laughs) one of the best ones. Um, You know what else, too? Like, Magic of Disney Animation. Yeah. Long attraction, a lot of stuff inside. Um, you know, even places like um, Interventions, mm-hmm. you know, one where man's one man's dream. But don't nap. No. Don't nap. Take your t- That's your excuse to take your time and walk through uh, one man's dream and really, uh, really enjoy. And don't nap. I hate when people nap at Hall of Presidents Me or too. American Adventure. It's unpatriotic. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're not from America, it's still un- unpatriotic. <laughs> uh, obviously, too, think about the water-based attractions. Like, there are a lot of very cool, pardon the accidental pun, water-based attractions uh you say water-based attractions getting wet in a a disney park what what's the first one that comes to mind splash mountain oh see i went to cali i went right to cali river rapids i always forget about that one i haven't been on that's because you probably don't ride that often because you're like oh i'm gonna get get so wet right yeah exactly you have to be prepared if you're gonna get that wet and people will go on with ponchos and cover themselves in plastic and trash bags and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a great one. There are certain days of the year that you don't care if you get completely soaked and you can just walk it off and dry out. And it doesn't take long to dry in this heat. Yeah, you ride Cali at noon by 12.17, you're dry. So (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, and Splash Mountain, I mean, is is, uh, the cue for that is for the most part in the shade as well. So that's another good one if you can stand the weight. (laughs) Yeah, and I always seem to get drenched on splash. I'm like that guy in that seat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't, like you said, in the middle of summer, you don't care. You're actually yeah. sort of welcoming it. Um, and then when you get wet and then you go inside a little bit and it's nice and cool inside, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Um, I think we also forget, too, about some of the parks that have the little water play areas, too. Not necessarily for adults, although we've seen adults <laughs> indulge in them. Um, but Epcot has the little spray, the water play zone with the sprinklers. And then Storybook Circus by the uh, by, the carts in the middle, you could get soaked if you want to. Yeah, that's a great one. I always forget that. But uh, that's a good place where if you do have little kids and you have a stroller to have a change of clothes and just let them go crazy yeah. in there. And they love it and they get soaked and they're cooling down. And there's, I think there's shaded areas around there to watch them. <laughs> I'm not sure. But you can get wet too. Yeah. <laughs> 
And this is where the right choice of shoes, like if you know you're going to be doing that, maybe right. wearing your, you know, do they still make Air Jordans? Maybe wearing your $200 Air Jordans or your Brooks or whatever your is not what you want to wear so you don't have squishy feet for the rest of the day. Like, look, they may not be the most beautiful things in the world, but I understand the value of a good croc. Yes, that's true. Crocs are good, and then they don't slip and slide, too, because sometimes flip-flops are great if you have little kids and they don't care about walking around in them, but they're slippery after that, too, so you have to be careful. Crocs are very good for what they do. (laughs) And I will tell you that um, since I've been a local, I have really come to understand the beauty and the joy and the love that I feel for the Disney water parks. I didn't use them as much as I should have because I used used to think, oh, I have to do attraction, attraction, attraction. I don't want to quote unquote waste a day. Like going to a water park for a half a day or a day, like it is filled with attractions. And we've really come to love Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon um, a lot. You get there early. There's so many places. Even if you don't want to go in the water, there's plenty of places to stay cool. But whether you are like a water park fan or a slide fan or a lazy river fan or whatever, like there really is something at all of them for everybody. Yeah, it's really great. And I never really went to them that often until the last few years either. And there's so much to do. And Typhoon Lagoon especially has, I mean, they both do, but Typhoon Lagoon has that tropical lush feel. There's so many little shady areas and you could just go around that lazy river for pretty much eight hours and I'd be fine with that. Um, they're great. And it really is a great thing to build into your vacation to make sure you take the time to do that because it's going to make more amazing memories that you you know think you can only do at the parks, but it's really great there. Yeah. Do you have a preference? Do you like, if, if somebody was saying, Zana from Zanaland.com, <laughs> we only have one day to go to a water park. Which one should we go to? I would go to Typhoon Lagoon because I just love that theming there. Um, I love that lazy river better and the wave pool. I like wave the wave pool. pool. Yeah, I like the wave pool there, but I like yeah. Blizzard Beach. I think I'm trying to remember because it has been a while now. But I think my kids, when they were younger, really liked the kids area at Blizzard Beach mm-hmm. with that, you know, climbing on the icebergs and stuff like that. Um, but you have the cool shark thing at Typhoon yeah. Lagoon too. That was like really unique and fun to do. Um, but yeah. That water's chilly. Oh, it's super was cold. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of scary, too, because you're like, oh, my gosh, am I going to die? No, I'm at a Disney park. I'm not going to die. But, yeah, so I love Typhoon Lagoon. But they're both great. They're super fun. Um, I think, too, when you're at the parks, as we were talking about attractions, I was thinking about this. Uh, I think it's important, you know, you look at your map and you plan out your day and you've planned out your fast passes and where you're going to eat. You should also kind of know where things like first aid locations are and the baby care centers are. Um, all the first aid stations have uh, licensed nurses. If you need some over-the-counter medications, they'll give it to you free of charge. Um, so at Magic Kingdom, it's near Crystal Palace, Hollywood Studios. It's next to Guest Relations. Um, Animal Kingdom, it's right before the Bridge to Africa. And Epcot is next to the Odyssey Center uh, near the Mexico Pavilion. So take it, like, don't feel bad. Like, take advantage of it, especially if you have young kids. It's a great place. There are private rooms in there, too. You can sort of get out of the heat, get out of the sun. And if you are starting to feel a little dehydrated or a little woozy, don't fool around. Like, I hate to sound like a parent, but I will. (laughs) Um, Don't fool around. Like, go there um, and take advantage of it. And they're nice and cool, too. Yeah, it's always, and they're really cool. They're like, they turn the air conditioning way up in those places. It's like a casino in there. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, if you have, like, blisters and you need a Band-Aid or anything like that, it's, you really don't feel like there's nothing you can do because they're there to help you. 
So we were talking about, you know, when to go and where to go and, and what to do and what to eat. What about, so if you're in the parks, I just thought of this just now. I'm going to totally put you on the spot. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're in the parks and you're like, ah, oh, I need something other than water to like really cool myself down. What's like your favorite or some favorite cool treats to have in the parks? Well, I think definitely the kakigori in Japan, the little snow cones that they have, those are so good. And I think, I feel like there's more like icy kind of things now that I'm forgetting where they are, but that's like a go-to one. They have the best flavors ever. And it almost melts instantly, but it's cool and refreshing <laughs> and sweet and it's it's worth it. That's one of my favorites. That may go against the stay away from sugary things, but you need, but honestly, you do need sugar <laughs> throughout the day to keep your energy level up because you, the sun wipes you out and it and it drains you and yeah. and quick aside to that point like you are not especially when it's this hot you're not going to be able to do as much as if it was cooler outside like you are going to need no matter how young or how old or how in shape you think you are you are going to need to take breaks throughout the day because you don't want to be stuck in the back of fantasy land at 10 o'clock at night and just lose it and i've seen parents lose it and it takes away from the enjoyment of the vacation so build in the breaks for yourself and your kids throughout the day um i think when we, when we think sweet treats i'm sort of going through the parks very quickly mentally in my mind i'm sure a lot of people either go to citrus swirl or yeah, dole whip um, i don't know the actual you know uh scientific medicinal purposes of but i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure they will definitely cool you down yeah and with those kind of things it's more like a game to see if you can eat it before it melts all over your arm or you know melts into the cup if you get a cup but yeah those are some and the the citrus swirl especially it's yeah. got like the orange and it's really refreshing as well it's as healthy being... it's like it's like breakfast in a cup it's got milk and orange juice in <laughs> exactly. it exactly you've got your vitamin c you're all set <laughs> so let's think uh over at disney's hollywood studios what is it where would i go for a sweet treat I'm not a big ice cream guy. Oh, you know what I like? And you can get these pretty much anywhere. Um, I like the frozen uh, pineapple things that you can get. What? What? It's like the frozen, it's like a pineapple flavored ice pop thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things. I thought you meant like a slushy thing. They also have the frozen Cokes there too, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I know a lot of people like those. Well, because you need, again, you need the sugar, you need the caffeine. Again, going against our like number two tip, which was to stay away, but... (laughs) But it does. I think they kind of help. Yeah. It, it cools you down, which is the most important thing. And as long as you keep hydrating, in addition to that, right. you can have fun and enjoy some of the frozen treats. Right. Mix your mix water. Pina, one pina colada, two waters. One pina colada, two waters is, is a great sort of way to do it. And over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, I don't know why I keep going to a jalapeno stuffed cream cheese pretzel, because that has nothing to do with staying cool. Um, although some people say that spicy foods actually make you feel cooler yeah my dad always used to say that that's why he drank hot coffee in the summer and would eat soup and i'm like oh my god how can you do that but i guess it like starts your cooling process down but i'm like but you're eating hot thing i don't know but cheddar cheese soup for the win at noon um i I guess so bring along some wasabi peas and maybe that's an experiment i'll just eat hot and spicy foods (laughs) all day um Anything else that we missed? Any, any sort of other tips, um, whether as an adult or as a, and I, I say adult in air quotes because look at us, um, or as a parent for, for you or your kids? Um, I, I think we talked about the, you know, kids in the strollers. I think that was a huge issue when my kids were younger was just keeping them cool because they do just sit in that stroller and sweat. And you got to make sure they stay cooled off with those little towels that you were talking about 
or frozen washcloths. Those are a great idea. And make sure you have clothes for them to change into. I mean, it's being a baby in a stroller is pretty much the only person that can get away with just wearing a diaper in the park. So <laughs> if you have to strip them down to Oh, wait. That, only like, babies can wear diapers? No, oh, yeah, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... Definitely don't overdress your little babies. But if they're going to be in the sun, make sure they're, they do have baby-safe sunscreen. you got to make sure they're covered. And even if, you know, the, the breaks that you take from the sun, even if it means, you know, spending a half hour to walk through the Emporium just to get into some air conditioning somewhere, um, I, th- I think it's, it's more important than people realize. You know, they say, oh, this is our one vacation. We only have five days. We've got to do it all. We've got fast passes. You're not going to be able to do it all, and you do need to sort of take it back and slow down a little bit um you know use your resorts um definitely use resort and the amenities you know use the pool use the ability to go back to your room and take a 20 minute power nap god especially now as i'm getting older god 20 minute power naps (laughs) in the middle of the day are like the greatest things in the world if you can do it yeah definitely it just you really need that break to stop sweating and get rehydrated and the whole thing it's it's a must do so we mentioned the water parks too, and you know we think about things to sort of places to escape the parks. I think if you have, you know, especially if you're not an annual pass, a premium annual pass holder, or if you you have the water park funder more often, look at some place like Disney Quest too. Yeah, it's there's so much to do in there. Um, the kids love it, and it's dark. It's air conditioned. There's how many five seven five floors, floors yeah. five floors of things to do and there's like old school video games and interactive virtual reality <laughs> stuff which was really big when it came out um but yeah there's so much to do and that's a good escape um if it's just so hot and you just can't take it anymore i did that with my son um last week and we had a blast like we were in downtown disney doing something else and it was just ridiculously hot and we wanted to go in and play retro video games and do cyberspace mountain and build your own toy And we had a blast, and you forgot that it was 137 degrees outside. Yeah, exactly. And that has, um, and there's something my daughter loved, is they do have the little draw character things like they have over at Art of Animation. So it's another great place to get your budding artists a chance to draw their favorite character, too. I know we, we mentioned before the fact that it rains every day in Florida. It's going to rain um, I, I did a show that I'll link up in the show notes, which is sort of the top 10 things to do in Walt Disney World when it rains. And I think my advice to you is, especially in the summer, take advantage of it. Take advantage of the rain and use it. Number one, don't leave the parks. You're not going to melt. Um, duck into a show, duck into an attraction, duck into a store, go have you know an early or a late lunch. Or stay at, you know what, as long as that lightning, like, let yourself get wet and cool down just a little bit and you'll be surprised. Plus the parks clear out. Let all those people that, that think it's going to rain all day leave, and then you stay there and get the uh, the benefit of 15 minutes later when it's back out to being 100 degrees outside. Um, the park is a lot less crowded, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said in the beginning, we always used to do that, and we would just power through with our ponchos, and uh, we would stop for lunch somewhere. We used to do the Germany Pavilion a lot because it was the lunch and a show, Um and then, yeah, the lines are much less when it stops raining or during the rain, and it's really worth it to stick around. Yeah, duck into one of those attractions or shows. So I think we, we can probably all agree that Animal Kingdom is probably one of the toughest parks when it's, when it's that hot. What do you think is the best park to enjoy or be able to take advantage of when it's really hot out? Um, I definitely think... Epcot because there are so many longer attractions indoors um, and things like that 
things like interventions, which you can always find stuff to, you know, experience in there. Um, plus the giant, cen- uh, not centorium. Oh, I almost called it centorium. <laughs> uh, mouse gears to look. <laughs> you can just walk around in there for like eight hours alone. There's so much stuff in there. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great place to definitely find some indoor fun. See, and I was going to say Magic Kingdom. That's my second choice. Because I think Magic Kingdom, everything is so close to one another. Yeah. Like you can you can bob and weave and duck into you know one store and then run into a restaurant and then run into an attraction. And because there's so many more attractions to do, because um, sometimes, God, that Walk to World Showcase is so far away. <laughs> I know, it's a first world local problem. Um, but yeah, I like Magic Kingdom for when it's hot or when it's raining. I think it's probably one of the best parks to, uh, to take advantage of it. So I'm sure, as always, whenever I do these shows, that people are in their car or at their office or on those things called treadmills. I've heard of them. I've never actually seen one. They're yelling at their their eye or Android device going, my God, Mangello, how are you possibly missing the most obvious way to beat the heat when you're down in Florida? Well, if you have one or more of those and want to share it, please do me a favor. You can either call the voicemail and yell at me. Feel free to yell at 407-900-9391. Or if you visit WDWRadio.com, you can click on the orange button on the right-hand side. It says, leave Lou a voicemail using... Uh, just your computer's microphone. You could also tweet me, at Lou Mangello, and say, my God, Mangello, how could you forget whatever in 140 characters? Facebook.com slash WRadio, or send me a scathing email to Lou at WWRadio.com. And if you loved any of our tips, make sure you go and tell Zana how much you love them by visiting her over at Zanaland.com. And she is like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, slash Zanaland, correct? Yes, I'm, I make it simple for everybody. <laughs> One-stop shopping. Unlike me, who gives you 7,000 different <laughs> options to go and, and find. So um, so this was a lot of fun, and fortunately we're doing this. Uh, I'm, it, this is a, a beautiful morning to be doing, because even, even in the summer, and it's going to be crowded, and you need to know what to expect, and it's going to be hot, um, you know, you can still have, it's not as bad as some people make it out to be. You can still have a great time and an enjoyable vacation as long as you plan ahead and do it right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there's a reason why this is such a popular time of year to visit. People will endure the heat to get to all the other good stuff that's going on, and there are places to survive the heat. So, And how about, like, you can go ice skating now, at least until September 1st, you can go ice skating at Fro- Oakland, Wandering true. Oakland's frozen fun land rink of destiny, whatever, what yeah, it's that, what that's it. exactly, that's the right name, yep, that's that's totally the right name, and they have real snow in there, you can really? you can build a snowman and make snow angels no you can't, can you really? Yeah do you want to, build? I'm, I can't, I just can't sorry, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a snowman <laughs> I almost broke out in song it must be the heat and humidity getting to me alright, Zana from Zanaland.com thank you so much, thank you, it was another fun hour, however long we babbled on about, thank you so much for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details in what you see and even what you hear. If you think you know the answer, you can enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. 
So last week's question was about Stitch's Great Escape. I had seen the attraction again recently after bringing a friend in for his first time to experience it in Tomorrowland. And your question was very simple. At the end of Stitch's Great Escape, who is Experiment 626 looking for? And again, thanks to the hundreds of you who answered and got this one correctly because you knew that Stitch was looking for Cinderella over at her castle. And in fact, he told her, your prince is here. Lucky you, Cinderella. So I took all of the correct entries, randomly selected one. You were playing again for all six of my audio walking tours of the Magic Kingdom, as well as a copy of my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money for Nat Walt Disney World, and a signed copy of my Walt Disney World Trivia Book, Volume 2. And last week's winner is... Melissa Gorham. So, Melissa, congratulations. Please send me your address. I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next opportunity to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, I thought we would stay in the Magic Kingdom this week in one of my favorite lands, which is Adventureland, one of my favorite yet overlooked attractions, especially when it's a little bit cooler outside, which is the Swiss Family Treehouse. And your question this week is this. Tell me, what was the name of the ill-fated ship that the Swiss family used the wreckage from to create their treehouse? You have until Sunday, July 13th at 11.59 p.m. to email your answer to contest at wdwradio.com. Again, I'm looking for the name of the ship that the Swiss family used the wreckage from in order to create their treehouse in Adventureland in Walt Disney World. And this week you're playing for not just the audio tours and 102 ways to save money at Walt Disney World, but I'll also send you something, a mystery prize out of my collection, which I'm putting up on eBay of Disney memorabilia and collectibles and documents and books and who knows what. So good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for taking the time and tuning in this and every week. Also want to give a quick thanks and shout out to everybody who's been reviewing my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money for Nat Walt Disney World on Amazon. We have almost 100 reviews. If you like the book, please go leave a rating and review over at Amazon.com. You can find out more by visiting Disney102.com. Thanks to Robert Schindler. John P. Ogden, who said it's a great book, well worth the money, pays for itself within the first few pages. Kenneth Johnson, who says he's an experienced traveler who's helped many friends plan their vacation, impressed with the thoughtfulness and broad perspective from which the author, that's me, considered nearly every type of guest preference and the creative way many of the tips not only save money, but make the experience more enjoyable at any cost. Kenneth, thanks so much. Ron Havens, so many more of you again. Thank you so very much. Also, don't forget, if you buy a new print edition of the book from Amazon, you could also get the Kindle edition for just $2.99. Look for the Kindle matchbook link on the right-hand side of the Amazon.com page. All right, don't forget that in addition to this podcast, which you can subscribe to, please do, over on iTunes. Don't forget about our weekly live video broadcast and interactive chat every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern over at www.radiolive.com. There, we'll talk about this week's Walt Disney World news, and then the fun really begins as we stay and chat about just about anything at all. And if you can't make it live, you can also watch the video on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Radio, or check it out in iTunes for the audio version as well. Check out the blog over at www.radio.com, including Self Shot Tuesday. If you have a 
picture of you taking a selfie at one of the Disney parks. Send it to photos at www.radio.com. We'll feature it on the blog there. We've also got the newsletter, the free iPhone and Android app, and lots more going on, including our discussion forums and more over at www.radio.com. You know, I love hearing from you, so please come by this week's show notes, comment on this week's podcast, call the voicemail if you want to be heard on the air at 407-900-9391, or email me with a question you want answered on the show at lou at www.radio.com. You can follow me on the Twitter. I am at Lou Mangiello, Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. You can follow me there and like the WW Radio page at Facebook.com slash you got it. WDW Radio. But then again, as much as I love connecting with you guys online, nothing beats a handshake and a hug. So hopefully you can come by one of our events. We have Meet of the Month in Walt Disney World, on-the-road events around the country. We've got our cruise coming up this summer, other events going on as well. Visit the events page over on the site. And if you're going to be in Walt Disney World on Saturday, June 26th, please come by. Everybody's invited. Bring the whole family or come alone to our next Meet of the Month. It's going to be in Starbucks at Downtown Disney's West Side, the brand new Starbucks. Beautiful. Just opened up about a month or so ago from 2 to 4 p.m. Again, that's Saturday, June 26th. Visit the events page or our Facebook events page for more information. Also, we've got the cruise coming up. And to find out other events I'll be doing, not necessarily Disney-related, I'll be speaking at some conferences later on this year in some schools. Visit LouMangelo.com. You can visit the events page there. You can also find out how to book me for your business, for your conference, or for your school. Quick thanks to my partners and sponsors, Mouse Fan Travel. They're my recommended travel provider because it's who I use. Visit them for all the best possible prices, discounts, and incredible service, whether you're coming to World, Land, Cruise, Adventures by Disney, wherever it may be. And if you want some Disney magic delivered right to your door, you can order and subscribe back is- subscribe or order back issues of Celebrations Magazine by visiting celebrationspress.com. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, if you like the show, all I ask is that you please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out th- your favorite show or that you're listening to this week's episode. Share it on Facebook. Comment there as well. And please, it's really helpful if you come by and rate and review the show over in iTunes. You can visit the website or just search through iTunes for WDW Radio. That is very helpful, very, very much appreciated. And most importantly, I want to say thank you again to all of you for taking the time to listen or email me or tweet or come to an event, whatever it may be, because you allow me to do what I do and do what I love every single day, which is share my passion for Disney with you in so many different ways and I want you to wake up loving life the same way I do so go out and pursue your passion as well remember that our biggest regrets are the opportunities that we didn't take so go out there and do what you love have faith and as Walt said always keep moving forward have a great week everybody so until next time see ya good morning WDW radio this is Arlene Yagi a box person, and a cruiser with the WDW Radio Wonder Alaskan Cruise coming up in 335 days. I am so excited. Okay, it is the week of 4th of July. Everybody, enjoy the fireworks. I know they're not going to be everybody at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. But if you are lucky enough, enjoy them there. And if you're lucky enough to see them in your hometown, enjoy them there. Because they're always magical. Those little sparkles in the sky. Just think of where you want to be in your happy place. 
I have exactly 32 days until I go to Walt Disney World, and I am even more excited about that right now. So have a great day, have a magical one, and stay safe this 4th of July. Bye, everyone. You've got us.